You know that feeling when you get off a discovery call and that client just felt right? You chatted easily and are both as equally as excited to work with each other. We love those clients and there's no reason that every single discovery call shouldn't be just like that. I believe that no matter what stage of business you're in, it's important to know everything and anything about the clients you're serving and constantly elevating that clientele as you up-level your business. In today's episode, I'm going over how to know someone is a hell yes client, how to find this ideal client in different stages of your business, and establishing a marketing strategy to connect with those clients. Let's get to it. You're listening to Behind the Design Podcast, your digital version of co-working that takes you behind the scenes on how to create an authentic brand, build an intentional business, and live a life with purpose every single day. I'm your host and brand guru, Olivia Silvestro, here to equip you with the tools to wake up every day doing what you love and make money doing it. I'm so excited you're here. Let's get to it. Hello, good morning or afternoon or night (laughs) whenever you're reading this. I'm just recording this in the morning. So I always like when someone says good morning to me. So good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. Um, Okay, so I'm so excited to talk about this topic today. This is a... a question that I get a lot and it's interesting because I get it from my high level clients. I get it from you guys on Instagram. I get it from pretty much everyone and I really want to talk about not just establishing a hell yes client or an ideal client, but how to constantly be up leveling that and elevating it and enhancing it as your business grows. So if you're tuning in and you're like, I already know who my ideal client is, Well, today I'm also going to talk about how you can elevate that and up-level it and constantly be refining that because that is what I am always doing. And I think it's really important as you're growing your business, you don't just stick with the initial foundation that you set. It's always can be, you know, evolving and getting better. So this is part two of of the first episode, which was defining your niche. So if you haven't listened to that, go back give that one a listen and then come back and listen to this one here because they're both go hand in hand. But before we get into the episode, just a few announcements. So if you've been following on Instagram, you know that I've started an education platform for designers, which is something I'm so, so passionate about because I believe wholeheartedly in mentorship and growing and scaling your business alongside guidance. It just gets you there faster. It's really helpful to bounce ideas off of. You guys know I have all of the, uh, I love mentorship. I think it's so important in business. So this year I started a mastermind called Design to Scale. And this mastermind is for, is geared towards six figure designers who are wanting to scale and step into the CEO role of their agency. So we're talking things about um, building a team, implementing passive income, scaling your business past multi six figures, and you know implementing those systems that allow you to make more money but work less. So that was the first mastermind that I started. It's called Design to Scale. 
and there's a new cohort that's going to start in July. However, there's very, very limited spots to this. So if this is something that you're interested in and you are really looking to scale your business, then reach out to me, send me a DM and I will send you more information. And then also in July, I'm starting a new group coaching program for newer designers called Design Biz Accelerator. And this is geared towards new-ish designers who have are building their business and they're just confused on all things marketing, establishing your services, um, implementing the systems and all of that stuff. And this is a group coaching program as well that's starting in July. This has a few more spots open, but again, I'm kind of soft launching it sort of. So I've really only talked about it on my story one time and then now on this podcast. So if you're a new designer that's looking to grow, scale, build your business, then Design Biz Accelerator is for you. And both of these are starting in July. And if you're really not sure which one is right for you, then just send me a DM and I will help navigate you and put you in the proper program. So Design to Scale is more high level. It's more intimate, one-on-one with other like-minded designers. And then Design Biz Accelerator Accelerator is more for newer designers who are building and growing their businesses. What's amazing about both of these is that, yes, you're learning from me and getting direct access to myself and my team and everything that I've done to grow Current Design Studio to multi-six figures, but you're also getting mentorship from other designers. Like there is nothing more valuable than having support, people cheering you on, people there to celebrate you when you need it, um, people there to pick you up when you need it. So it's really awesome and I'm so excited about everything and everyone that's in that's been in the programs. They've seen such amazing um, transformation. So again, if you're interested in this, then... Uh, send me a DM and I'll send you more information on that. Both of these are starting in July. However, I'm doing early bird en- enrollment and I'm expecting them to like fill up pretty soon. And then as usual, the template shop discount code specifically for uh, the amazing podcast listeners is design 50, where you get $50 off. And we actually just introduce the affiliate program. So when you purchase a website template from us, you have the opportunity to enter into our affiliate program. And how that works is you get $50 for every template that uses your code. And then the customer that uses your code gets $50 off of their template. So it's really a win-win for everyone. And it's an opportunity for you to make your investment back on your template shop. So Um, That's something really awesome that I'm excited that we just introduced. If you are a past template shop buyer and you're like, wait, I want to get in on that, then shoot me a DM and we'll set you up with the affiliate program. And then again, working with us one-on-one, custom design, we are about half booked for the year already. So if you want to work with us, don't hesitate to reach out. We specialize in custom brand, website, and packaging design for coaches and wellness businesses. So if you want to work with us, shoot me a DM or head to our website to the contact page and fill out our inquiry form. So looking forward to all of that. Lots of exciting things. And if there's anything exciting that you're ever working on in your business, then 
I would love to celebrate it with you, seriously. So send me a message, an email, whatever you want, and I will celebrate it with you because it's always fun to celebrate other people's wins. Okay, and then I thought it would be fun to do a little life update. But um, so last September, if you don't know, my fiance and I, we bought a house and we've been renovating it. So it has pretty good bones, but there's a lot of parts of the house that need to be updated. So we've been chugging along, just doing stuff for the house. And actually tomorrow we're getting like California closets, like the closet inserts that go in there. So we'll have like drawers and hanging space and like things for our shoes and all that stuff. So I'm so excited. My clothes have been in boxes since we moved in five months ago. So yeah, I'm very, very excited about that. I'll show you guys on my story about the new closets. It's so exciting. So if you've ever like done any renovation to your house, you know how exciting it is when it actually happens. So I'm stoked. However, I'm currently painting literally every single room in the house because it's a crayon box. So yeah, that's happening tomorrow. And then we're starting to decide what to do with the front yard. Like I need to show you guys what the front of my yard looks like. There's overgrown weeds and everything. When we bought the house, we signed the papers. Then we came to the house when we were all excited and we rolled up to the front of the house. We were like, wait, this what it looked like when we came to see it because it was just so overgrown there's literally like I mean I don't I'm not good at measurements but like 50 by 50 feet of just straight weeds so yeah we're gonna be updating that and then we're also getting married end of August which is so exciting and we're getting married in Maine and Maine has been super super strict about their um like their capacity with COVID. But on Friday, they just said that we can now have 100% occupancy outside and then inside is going to start to increase. So that's really, really exciting because we sent out a lot of invitations and we could, if we could only have 50 people, it would be it would be tough. It would basically just be fr- like our wedding party and family. So we're really excited about that, that that just opened up. Um, my birthday is in a few weeks, so I'll be doing kind of uh, lessons that I learned this year. This year was like the most monumental year of my entire life, so I'm excited to share some lessons that I learned about that, so stay tuned for that episode. And then as far as business goes, things have been going really, really good. My team is freaking awesome, so I just feel so supported and um, excited as we scale and yeah, just a lot of really, really fun things. And then we're also planning our honeymoon. I'm not going to tell you where it is. I was actually just about to tell you, but I'm not going to tell you where it is so that you're, you get just as excited as me. So also planning my honeymoon, but I'm going to keep that a secret. So yeah. All right. So that's enough of announcements and all this stuff. Let's get into the episode, how to make every inquiry a hell yes client. Okay, so what's the importance of finding your target audience? So this is all similar to defining your niche, but you're narrowing it down even smaller. So like I said in last week's episode, you're taking your niche. So your niche is the market of which you're going to tap into and get more specific to find your ideal client. So for example, if you are 
targeting moms. We all know moms are my favorite audience to tap into. (laughs) I don't know why I always use this as an example, but if you are targeting moms, that is your niche market. So you're targeting mothers, people who have kids, that type of that niche market. Now we're going to narrow it down even smaller, which is your ideal client. And you're going to get specific on what mom that is. Is that a mom, a new mom? Is that a mom who is now an empty nester? Is that a mom who is super busy and overwhelmed? Is it a mom who has postpartum depression? Like what type of mom? So if you could see what I mean by there is like you have that overarching niche, which is you know, the broader market. And then by narrowing it down and identifying your ideal client, you're getting into their pain points, their struggles, what they need, um, you know, what point in life they're in and getting even more specific to that. So again, you're speaking to directly to their pain points when you know who your ideal client is. And it's clear that you have the problem to solve that. So it's not just like, oh yeah, I help moms you know, live a better life. It's like, okay, what kind of mom and what does it mean to live a better life? Are you trying to help them with nutrition or are you helping them with balancing their lifestyle? Are you helping them with mindset? Are you helping them with fashion? Like what are you helping this mom do? So it's important to identify your target audience because it's clear no matter where someone comes into contact with you. So podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever that is, it's clear what you do, who you serve, and the transformation you're going to provide. So you're getting super clear. It's specific. You don't have to tell someone what you're doing because your Instagram bio says it. All of your content, they go to your website. You know, your tagline is right there. Your services speak directly to this person and they fill out your contact form. It's clear that you are offering a transformation to a specific person. So it's really important to first identify your niche and then get even more specific on who that exact ideal client is. And I'm going to go over that in a minute. But first, I want to chat about how do you know when someone is a hell yes client? Like, what does that feel like? So it's an intuitive feeling. You know, when you get off a discovery call with someone and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited to work with this person. They seem so awesome. I could already picture their project. I can picture their transformation. I can picture working with them. It's really like an intuitive feeling versus getting off the phone with someone and being like, mm, I'm not really sure if they're a good fit. I don't really know. Um, you know, it, that is the difference. So when someone's a hell yes client, it's not just, okay, yeah, it's money. Like I'm excited to work with someone because they'll just pay me versus being actually excited and being like, I will do anything to work with this client. I'm so excited, like all that stuff. So this is also a client who you deliver the best results for. So you have worked with a few of these types of clients and their just transformation is amazing. If you're a coach and you're coaching them on gut health and they deliver, you know, or they their transformation is amazing and they're so happy with you and it's just easy and, and flow the whole time. That is a hell yes client. Those clients who you're like, I wish I had way more clients exactly like this. That is a hell yes client. And if you're like, I've never had that client, then it's going to be really helpful 
for you to build your customer profile, which I'm going to share how to do in a minute. So you want to have all of these. Every single inquiry should be a hell yes client. And it is possible if you're like, okay, that's not going to happen. There's no way that I will ever get every single client to be a hell yes client. That's not true. And you absolutely can. And there's no reason why you shouldn't. You started your business because you're passionate about something and you wanted to go off on your own and work with people and transform lives. There's no reason why you shouldn't be obsessed with every single client that you're working with because it gets to be your choice. You're the boss. You get to choose who you work with. And there's no reason why every single client shouldn't be your favorite client ever. So how do you find this ideal client? So if you're not established yet, so if you don't have an ideal client avatar just yet, you want to build a customer profile. So think of clients you've worked with and produced great results for and clients that are you're really super excited about that, you know, you finished the project and you were like, that was amazing. I can't wait to work with this person again or work with someone exactly like that. So take a look back at your at previous clients that you've worked with and, you know, think of your favorite ones. If you don't if you haven't worked with many clients and you're like, none of them are my favorite, then think of clients who you would like to work with? Like, who do you think you could produce the best results for? And a lot of this will come from your, your own transformation. So if you're a coach, then a lot of times, like I see this in our clients, you know, you go through some sort of transformation on your own in your life and your business or whatever it is. And you want to help others just like you do the same. So Think about your experiences as well. Like, what do you know inside and out? What do you know that works? You know, do you want to work with friends that are like in the similar boat as you or do you want to work with um, different types of people? So really think about like your transformation and or clients that you've worked with and produced great results for. And once you've kind of established this overarching kind of group, you're then going to get really, really specific on who exactly this client is. So the first thing to do is what are these this client's pain points and struggles when they come to you? Where are they in their life, business, whatever is happening? So I'm just going to go back to the example of busy moms. So say your ideal client is new moms. So they just gave birth to their first child. And let's say the kid is like six months to a year old. And like they're just kind of coming up to the surface after six months of just pure craziness. And So this is your ideal client. So what are their struggles? So when they come to you and they ask for help, what are their pain points? So they're probably, you know, really tired. They are wanting to feel like themselves again. They're wanting to get back into a routine with their baby. They're wanting to live life fully for their new child. So what is it that they were struggling with? What are their pain points? And basically meet them where they're at. And I want you to make a list of like 10 to 20 of these pain points and get really specific on like questions that they might ask you, you know, what their actual pain points are. And maybe even paint a picture, like 
write out a story of this ideal client, like where they currently are in their life, business, whatever it is. And then after you have all of the pain points and struggles, I want you to determine what the outcome or the transformation from these pain points or struggles will be. So what are they hoping to get from working with you? So, you know, say they're just really tired and they're wanting to get back into their routines. So what does that transformation looks like? look like? That looks like, you know, creating a morning routine, waking up every day and getting to shower and, you know, have some alone time and putting the baby down, you know, early in the in the night um so that you can have some time before you go to sleep things like that so actually painting a picture of what the transformation will look like for them so you have their pain points and struggles and then now you're repainting those pain points and struggles into an actual transformation and something that I do too is I'll take a piece of paper and I'll in and split it in half. So I'll have one column on the left, like pain points and struggles. And on the other side, I'll have transformations and kind of like writing the struggle and then what the transformation will look like. So you can say something like, you are waking up every day, super disheveled, just waking up when baby wakes up and you just kind of feel like you're floundering. And the transformation to that would be, you know, setting an alarm earlier, getting ready, taking a shower before the baby actually wakes up, actually getting to do your hair um, and kind of going on your day in peace or something like that. So you're writing the pain point and struggle and then transforming that for them. And then I want you to get really specific on what are their buying habits. So as in like do these does your ideal client have expendable income? Are they more budget conscious? Conscious? Like, how are they, like, how do they spend money? And then where are they finding these people? So are they finding you through Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Facebook groups? Like, what is it that people are, um, you know, what are their buying habits and how are they purchasing your service? So once you get really specific on, you know, what their struggles are, their transformation, their buying habits, then I want you to get even more specific. Like, where do they hang out? Do they hang out at Pilates? Do they hang out at yoga? Do they go to the gym? Do they get, you know, a latte at Starbucks? Are they into matcha? Like, get really, really specific. And then also get specific on messaging. So what are the types of words that they use? Are they saying like, hey, babe? Are they saying like, BRB, got to go? Are they more casual or are they more you know, high level and luxurious? Are they highly educated? Things like that so that you know how to connect with them. And what I do is I write down like words that my clients will use so that when I'm creating content, I'm speaking directly to them. So I'm saying like, hey girl, this is what you need to elevate and align because I know that my ideal client is aligning and elevating their brand. That's where we're meeting them. And they're also a little bit woo, a little bit spiritual because they're in the wellness space. So writing out these words and phrases and where they hang out allows you to connect with them through content, which I'm going to go over in a minute. So really just like getting to know them in and out, knowing where they hang out, what they do, um, 
what kind of music they listen to, what their struggles are, the transformation that they want to have. And the transformation is key because no one wants to hear over and over again all their pain points, although it's important to show empathy and that you understand where they're coming from. However, the transformation is what they're looking for. No one really cares how you do it. They just know that they want that outcome. So like the busy mom is that's floundering. She just wants to know that you can make her feel better. And same with like if you're a designer and you're you know, you're like, oh, and then we do a mood board and then we have um, you get five to seven logo types. No one really cares. They just want to know that they can have a beautiful website that is going to convert visitors into high paying clients. So getting really clear on the transformation and not so much the how, but the actual result. Okay, and if you already have your ideal client, then I here are some things that I do. So in like I mentioned in last week's episode in 2019, I went from I narrowed down to just wellness entrepreneurs and over time I've evolved that ideal clientele to now coaches specifically and coaches who are well established. So people that have been in business for a few years, they're confident in their services, they know who they're speaking to and all of that stuff. However, typically, you know, no matter how long you've been in business, you always want to come back to your ideal client and align that ideal client with where you're, where you see your business in three to five years. So take a look at your ideal client avatar that you currently have and think about your goals and how you see your business three to five years from now. You know, what does that look like? You know, where are they? Um, what types of, what are they paying you? Um, what types of clients do you want to be working with? And then start aligning your content and your copy and all of that stuff with that future clientele. And over time, you will start to attract more people like that. And then slowly you'll, you know, you'll get there versus just being like in five years being like, okay, I want that clientele, but I'm still speaking to the clientele I was speaking to, you know, three years ago. So getting really clear um, on or just elevating really your current clientele. So say right now you're working with like new busy moms that don't have a lot of expendable income. Maybe down the road you want to be working with um, working moms, new working moms that have a nanny. So they have a little bit more expendable income, maybe, you know, whatever. I don't really know. That wasn't a great example, but you know what I mean? You're wanting to constantly evolve. And what I do for this is like I'll write down all of our like marketing and like our content and all of that stuff and I'll look at it and see, okay, where can I elevate this? How can I meet my future clientele like where they're at? How can I up level this a little bit more? And just slowly, constantly doing that um, and narrowing down your market even more and really positioning yourself as an expert there. So one thing I want to say too is if you think that the clients you want to work with don't have any money, consider who you're targeting. So for example, if you are targeting, you know, you're wanting to work with teens and do teen mentorship, you're really targeting the parents there. You're speaking to the parents because the parents want to help their kids. The parents are the ones that have money. Um, Or if you're doing therapy or something along those lines, 
or like a specific service. Maybe you do like payment plans or a sliding scale or something like that. So really consider once you get to really, really know your ideal client, you can establish services speaking to them. So you want to know really like who you're talking to um, and why those clientele don't have money to spend on what you're doing um, and maybe, you know, elevating or up-leveling or aligning your actual services to meet them. Not lowering your prices, but making it more feasible for them to get help. And I know that this is what a lot of my clients say. They're like, well, if someone want help, wants help, then I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to deny them help. I totally get that and respect that. And there's ways that you can do that by implementing payment plans, um, the sliding scale, and just other creative ways to work around. So that's another thing. Like, you know, if you are working with teens, then you're not going to like be targeting teens on, um, Instagram, because that'd be creepy, you want to target the parents. So like your branding and your website and all of that is going to be speaking to the parents. So really know who you're targeting and who you're speaking to. Okay. So once you've established this internal structure, so everything I've just said is really internal for you. You're going to implement a marketing strategy. And there's a few ways, or there's a lot of ways that you can do this. The first way I would say is to update the copy on your website. So you want to update your copy using those messaging and those words and those phrases and really connecting with that ideal client and creating a tagline um, that speaks to them. So I am a transformational health coach helping new moms establish their daily routines post baby. Obviously it wouldn't sound like that, but just off the top of my head, that's what I'm thinking. So you want to establish your tagline and have that everywhere and putting it on your website, your Instagram, all of that stuff and making it known. So like I always say, I'm a brand designer for coaches and wellness businesses. So people know that's what we do, that we help wellness businesses and you know, that's what we do. So creating that tagline and having it everywhere and then updating the copy on your website. So having all of those words and phrases and like I just said, um, all over your website and really connecting with the ideal client. Now for designers, this is a great way to make your portfolio just for those clients because people come to your website because they like your work. So if they're seeing work of, you know, your ideal clients and then they're like, oh, perfect. That's exactly what I want. That's the type of business I am. I'm going to contact this person. So making your portfolio um, just for them. You can also create a freebie, you know, solving this, your ideal client's problems. So say, you know, they're having trouble establishing a routine. Your freebie can be like five steps to your new morning routine, you know, for new moms. So really targeting them specifically, um, no matter what, it shouldn't be a question what you do and how you help. So someone, again, should be able to come from anywhere on the interwebs and be able to um, know exactly who you are and what you do to help them. So it's really important to establish that and have it well known. And the thing is, too, is like it doesn't need to be like blown up. You can't, you don't need to be like, all of a sudden, like, this is what I do now and I don't work with anyone else. It could slowly be rolled out. So you slowly start updating the copy on your website and creating content and doing all of this stuff 
Um, so it doesn't need to like go all out and, uh, you know, someone who you just worked with was like, wait, I didn't know that that was the type of business that you did. So you can slowly roll this out. Another really great way that I like to establish this is through the contact form on our website. So on our website, I have a contact form and it basically just says, if you want to check it out, it's currentdesignstudio.com backslash contact. And I have like a little blurb on the top of my contact page and it says, we'll make the biggest impact together if you are a conscious doer, mover, shaker, and trailblazer that knows the ROI associated in investing in brand and website design. So already that's taking away someone who um, isn't quite ready, doesn't, maybe hasn't looked at our services, isn't, doesn't really know like branding and website, you know, all that stuff. Um, so already it's kind of like establishing a boundary with them. And then on our contact form, I ask a few questions. And one of the things is that my ideal client wants a brand and website design. They don't just want one or they don't just want website design. So I write literally above our services, note that branding is the entryway to working with us. We believe in the power of a strong brand foundation and do not offer just website design. So right there, I'm not even going to get an inquiry from someone who wants just website design. And it's not even an option to select just website design. So right there on the contact form, establishing the boundary of like who I work with, who, how we can help, all of that stuff. And it's just like right there for you. Um, another way to connect with your ideal client is your branding. So through colors and fonts and the way that you speak to them, like I said, like messaging and all of that stuff, that is all oh, setting the foundation to connecting with your ideal client. And this is honestly the first part of identifying and connecting with your ideal client because someone starts to follow you. Um, because they like your messaging, they know that you're consistent, they see that you have beautiful branding and that you're professional and all of this stuff. So really establishing your branding is the first part of um, a hell yes client marketing strategy. Um, the next thing is to make making all of your content for them. So if you're wanting to, I'm going to use a designer example. So if you're wanting to do design just for people in the e-commerce space, so for products in the, um, you know, beauty products, let's say beauty products. So all of your content should be for these beauty product um, businesses. So, you know, you write an Instagram post that's about, um, five ways, the first five steps to, um, product design. And then another post is an example of your work, uh, past work of a beauty product. And then you, um, write a blog post about the, um, transformation that this person had, this launch of, you know, a new product. And you're constantly, talking about e-commerce businesses. So when someone comes to you that's an e-commerce business, they're like, oh, perfect. She's done 10 other brands that are e-commerce based businesses. So I know she's going to be an expertise and I know that she knows exactly what I need in order to take things, um, you know, take this off the ground. Um, so that's another way. And then also establishing your services. So you want your services on your website and just what you're offering to align with the transformation that you're making happen. So 
this is how the customer journey will go. Someone will go to your Instagram. They'll see your beautiful branded Instagram. They'll read some of your content about them specifically, what their issues are. They'll click on your website and they'll see again, like I help busy moms, blah, blah, blah. They'll go to your services. They'll see that your services include like things that um, are exactly what they need. It's on a time frame. It's their budgets, all that stuff. And so they go to your contact form. They see that, you know, you're ready to get started, that you're speaking directly to them and they fill out your contact form. So establishing everything around this ideal client. So knowing who you're serve, like the services that you're creating for them are specifically for them and will meet them where they're at. So doing all of this really establishes you as an expert and an authority. So you have your services, you know your ideal client from the inside out. So you establish your services specifically for them. Then you update your website and make it and your branding and that just connects with your ideal client, makes you look professional and established. And then you're creating all of your marketing content, your podcast, your blog post, your freebie, everything is targeting this ideal client and establishing you as an authority in the space. I was just speaking to someone that I had a discovery call with for Design Biz Accelerator, and she was talking about how she was kind of doing everything for everyone. She was like writing and doing logos and all of this stuff. And by doing that, you're not establishing that you're an expert. You know, when someone comes to you, you want to be like, yes, I can help you. Here's how I do it. And here's what the transformation will be when you work with me. And they're just excited about the transformation. They're like, yes, that's everything that I need. And you don't have to ask them what they need. You're, you're already established there for them. So I, you know, highly believe in all of this. I hope that you take these action steps and actually use them for your business. So I think the most important thing is really getting to know your ideal client um, really well. One last thing is the most common question that I get as far as comes to like niching down and identifying your ideal client is how do you turn people away that aren't ideal clients? And I love this question so much because it allows me to brag about what we do as at Current Design Studio. And because our branding is so strong, our messaging is so strong, we know who our ideal clients are. We do not really get inquiries from people that are not ideal clients. So it's very, very rare for me to get an inquiry from someone that's not in the wellness space. Um, or a designer for our um, coaching platforms. So because when you set the foundation and you do everything I've just said, you know, establish your branding, establish the ideal client, implement the strategy, create your online presence, speaking to this ideal client, you, your brand will repel those people and bring in the people that you actually want to work with. So it's really, really cool. And it's amazing to see happen. I think that since I've moved, I've niched down and identified our ideal client, I've had like maybe four inquiries from people that are in ideal clients. I can think of two right now. So I'm just going to up it just because I'm not exactly sure. But um, because our branding and we have a really solid foundation and we know who our ideal client is, we really don't get any um, people that who aren't hell yes clients. So I hope this was helpful for you. No matter what stage of business you're in, it's always important to align and elevate and move your ideal client up as far as your goals go. 
And then always, always, always establishing it from the beginning. So I hope this was helpful. Um, If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, leave a review. It helps me out more than you know. I absolutely love recording these episodes and hanging with you every week. Um, So if you liked this, give me a shout out on Instagram, like, subscribe, leave a review, whatever you want to do. But I will see you in the next episode.